Show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg, Toronto, we'll go to Milan, Italy, Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down under to Sydney, Australia, Australia Germany, Germany, Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna is in New York City. London, you are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. <laughs> Hi, Leia. Thanks for being Derek here. Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my God. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Netflix and Tira. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga at Good Times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host, DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Friday night, 1st of May. It's gonna be May. Uh, you're listening to Good Times and Well, the podcast, season seven, episode number 35. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. My name is Most. Nice to have you guys here. Phone numbers plus one two three four two three one six six zero zero. Instagram, Twitter. If you want to reach me, is at DJ Mo Twister. The Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. Love, life, sex, any interesting topic you might want to throw out at me as we kick off a weekend and a brand new month. Let's do this. We have four calls today. Two of them outside of the Philippines. Two of them inside. One in Cebu, one in Manila, one from Germany, one from the United States, which we'll kick off in a little bit. Uh, but before that, quick chitter-chatter here. Um, my wife was telling me that Facebook is going to be charging people just because, obviously, with this whole COVID situation moving forward, that concerts, live concerts, it's going to be a very difficult thing to do because of the gathering of the, that amount of people and all of that. So if you're an entertainer um, and uh, like a musician, you can go on Facebook and people will be paying to watch you perform and stuff. And I know that this has been thrown around. We even talked about this on the, uh, the Magic uh, Facebook stream. And my, my thing is like if, if I was going to pay to watch 
a performance on Facebook, well, I might as well just go on YouTube and type in live performance of that artist, and I'm just going to do that, and it'll be free. Now, again, yes, you get to support your favorite artist and all of that stuff financially, which is always a good thing, but um, I'm thinking maybe what entertainers can do is have a much more interactive experience, like take a song request and have them perform it on their Facebook stream and all of that. I think that would actually be very, very cool. So I wanted to ask you guys, would you pay? Would you pay money to watch your favorite band perform live on Facebook? Or are you like, fuck that. I'll just go on YouTube, save my money for the real live concerts because that is just, that's the better experience, the spectacle, the lights, the people, the screaming, the live, the venue, all of that adds up to the concert experience, which in the Philippines, you guys pay so much for tickets. Uh, I know that if it's going to be a Facebook thing, they're going to be charging just a little bit. I mean, it's not going to be that much. Uh, But the pay-per-view concerts live, I'm not sure that's going to work unless they're going to find a way to incorporate uh, an interactive thing where the people watching can get song requests, you know, stuff like that, because... That might be very hard to pull off unless you guys are interested in doing that. This podcast is free and will always be free. Uh, I know I solicit donations from you guys to keep the show running, um, which you can still do, by the way, on uh, anchor.fm slash GTWM podcast. But more recently, I've been asking you guys to just donate to the local charities, charities that very much are fighting this whole coronavirus thing. Um, but anyway, I thought that was interesting. I thought I'd uh, bring that up, that if you're an artist, if you're a singer, performer, band, whatever, uh, it's going to be tough times ahead, at least for the rest of this year until the vaccine is coming out. And uh, you guys are going to be taking a pretty big financial hit. What are other jobs, though? What are other industries that are going to be most affected by the new normal, the new way of life, once you know these uh, quarantines and lockdowns are lifted? Uh, clearly the concerts, the sporting events, yes, but I think they're still going to play just without fans, and that's fine, just as long as we have something to watch. Um, But, yeah, what are some of the other movies, you think? Movie theaters? Movie theaters probably going to be affected as well, uh, pretty seriously. But what's good about movie theaters is now they're putting that stuff online for you to buy as if you were going to the theater. So they can kind of recuperate some of that money, but... Because people, again, like with concerts, go there for the experience, the sound system, the big screen, and all of that. It's just not the same. Uh, but anyway, let's get to it. we got podcast stuff to do. Um, hmm, let's see here. Let's split it up. Since we're split down the middle, we have two guys, two girls. We have two of them. I think it's two, two, two gay people. We've got two abroad, two local. Everything's really split down the middle. Let's go two 20-year-olds, the people in their 20s first, and then the two people in their 30s after. And you'll maybe see the difference in what kind of questions that they'll have. But let's start in the United States here. Next call. Let's take our first call and go to Mike. Mike is 29. You guys remember Mike. He was on episode number 32 he uh, is the guy from Dallas, Texas, who's having a problem with his wife because, well, I mean, they've been, Mike, you guys have been married nine years, is that right? Or together nine years? Together. And how long have you guys been married? Six. Okay, so you've been married six years, together nine years, but just about all nine was LDR. She was in the Philippines. You are um, 
from the U.S. You're from Texas. You're not Filipino at all, but obviously because you know you're married to a Filipina and you go to the Philippines and stuff. You you know the culture and all that shit. Uh, you called on episode 32, which was just a couple episodes ago, saying that you're struggling with this kind of new life now that you are physically together. She's in Texas. You guys are fighting. Um, a, a lot of interesting twists to your story. Not twist because, you know, it's, it's not like shocking because it's your life. But to us, I, I was like, wow, okay, so you, you know, you've got family members that do drugs, that deal drugs, that she is trying to... Uh, get used to you uh you guys drink every now and then your wife's got a problem with that your wife is a trans woman which was again a nice little just something different um and the big problem though is the relationship is somewhat on the rocks now you texted me a couple of days ago saying that you think you're going to be filing for divorce and that you wanted to talk about it and then we were supposed to talk the other day, and then you said you patched things up, and then you texted me again today, and now it's a different story. So clearly, this is a volatile marriage. Mike, what do you want to talk about today? All right. Well, first off, I want to say I listened to the to the show back then. Yeah. And I want to say first time, long time. What do you mean? Like yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot to say that. Oh, you forgot. <laughs> The first time. Right, no, but I did, I think I did ask you how many years that you've been listening yeah, like to. That might, have, that might have been an off-air conversation. I'm not sure if we did that off-air or on-air. But thanks, Mike. That's that's very kind of you. And um, I know that, yeah, you said, I think you texted me that you learned some of your Filipino from this show. Now, I know oh, that yeah. I don't speak Filipino that much on the program, but because other people do, it's a nice, it's good for you amboys, let's just say, right? Or Guys who live in other countries, English-speaking countries, if you want to brush up on your Filipino, you know what? This is a really good show to do that because we use a lot of English so you can follow the story. And then when they speak Filipino, you can almost assume what they're saying based on the context that you already understood using English. Now, I know a lot of people, they learn languages by just complete immersion, no native tongue, just all Filipino, and then they just try to put it together. That's really hard, in my opinion. I like maybe a show like this because there's enough context in English for you to follow, and then you can pick up the Filipino words as they're thrown in there, and you just kind of deduct. We, we do get a, quite a few listeners who are not Filipinos, who are not married to Filipinos like you, Mike, who are in other countries that listen to the show. And it's, it's for years and years now, we've tried to make it wherein we speak English most often for everybody to be able to understand. Um, so if you use this to pick up your Tagalog, that's great. I think it's a really good tool for people who are not Filipinos because there's enough for you to go with and then enough context for you to kind of just plug and play. Um, okay, anyway, let's get at Let's get, yeah, thank you. Well, thank you. Let's plus get, also, my, my first language is Spanish, so. Oh, so it's, I, yeah, I can, so it's I can easy, pick it up right. real quick. Right, yeah. right, right, because many of our words are the same. Well, brother, let's see here. You are in the shit uh, today. What What's the deal? L- let me just kind of tell the people that you sent me a, a file, an audio recording yeah, of your wife. Ho- sorry, hold sorry. up again. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. I also want to appreciate the show. I want you to know how, how like, I love the show. I love Mara. Uh, my favorite is Guji. Oh, the shit, but, uh, you love Guji, huh? Cool, good. Uh, yeah, I love that dude. And then what, what's the Australian guy? Uh, Bench uh, Mudi. Yeah, Bench, and then Bianca. 
Yeah, yeah I love I love them all. Man, that's awesome. Alex, Alex is cool. Alex is good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, who is the other one that everybody liked here? Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot her name. The comedian. Jesus. Oh, she's oh, gonna uh, kill me. Uh, uh, K. K. Brosa. Sorry, Yeah, yeah, Brosa. Yeah. Oh Jesus. All right. How well, about uh, how about uh, the porno girl? Oh yeah, I was gonna say Ozawa. Yeah, of course. How can we forget? Everybody loves Maria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Shit, you know your you know your uh, GTWM history, man. All right, let's get back to it. Okay, so what, what's the deal then today, man? Okay, so uh, I guess last night my brother came over and we got fucked up. Drunk, for people who don't yeah. know what that means. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. The whole week I hadn't been drinking. I've been good, you know? He came over. We had a little bit too much. And then the next morning I woke up, or this morning, I woke up and I got some hell fired. I, you recorded this, and you sent me the, the, the audio file of your wife being a little upset at you for this. Um, now, let's be honest, okay, because I think we're comfortable enough for that. F- for what I heard, um, yes, she's mad. Is she mad, though, wherein, like, she's throwing shit or she's... Nagwawala, as we say in, in Tagalog, meaning really losing her shit. No. She's very profane. She's like, what the fuck do you think I am? You know, there's a lot of that. But oh. I didn't hear I didn't hear too much verbal abuse or too much craziness. Just a lot of well, F that's, just a lot of F bombs. That was just the easiness. Okay, so this is a light day. Oh well, a super light. Okay. But why send me the light day and not the big heavy day? I'm trying to record it. I can't. What are you trying to accomplish by recording it and then sending it to me? And I, I'm not. I don't have a problem with it. So don't think like I'm kind of grilling you for it. I just want to know: Are you trying to show me that when you and your wife fight, it gets toxic? It gets maybe violent to a certain extent, or, or not? You have not crossed that bridge yet. Mm, I kind of just wanted to give a little context. I believe you. No, I believe you. Without a recording, I believe all of you guys when you tell me that this is what's going on in your life. I mean, why would you share such intimate details to a stranger like me if this shit wasn't really important, right? I mean, it takes it takes more than a one-time occasion for you to call this show. I'm, ass- I'm assuming many of you callers who call, it's because it's been happening for a long time or it's been bothering you for a long time. So I believe you. Um, and, and, and I can clearly hear her really, really upset. But the thing is, Mike, you know you getting drunk with your brother is going to make your wife mad. Is this the same brother that she walked in in the restroom doing heroin? Yeah. Well, she didn't walk in on him. He, he shot it up and she saw, like, the... Oh, the, the, the paraphernalia and all that? Oh, she saw, like, bloody napkins in the toilet or in the trash. Okay, and then she was able to get a confession from him that that's what he was doing, or or what? No, she she told me she's like Adam, look at this. It looks like he's doing that. Gotcha. I said I said I don't I don't know if he's doing it, but so I asked him. He said, Yeah, fuck, I did it. Okay, so she knows. And he for apologized sure. to me. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So she's already he's already got uh, an offense in in her book. This this brother of yours, and then he comes over last night. You guys get wasted, and she's mad again. Mike, you know that that's going to happen. So, 
what are we going to talk about here today? Are we talking about I've had enough? Are we talking about is this marriage going to survive? What do I need to do to improve? What angle do you want to take this conversation to? Hmm. I'm not too sure. I, th- I mean, I think it's done. I already told her because I, I, I'm done with it already. I already told her that's it. Let me tell you something, bro. Um, when I kind of mess up, I fess up to it the next morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I fess up like, hey, babe, I fucked up. Damn, I'm sorry. But she said there's something wrong with her that her words, she says the extreme words that she can't take back. Right, she's, right. She's and I like, heard it. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, your brother, your brother's your, your wife. Go fuck your wife. Yeah. Go fuck yeah. you. know, like shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's not. I'm laughing not because a, I'm laughing, but you know this, man. You're, you're fucking Latino. You know that, that that's, there's no difference between your wife and, and a typical Latina girl. And, you know, that they say really highly emotionally charged shit. Yeah, they do. Mike, Mike, not to reprimand you too much because I, I do like you very. I do like you a lot. When you don't, if you fuck up and you confess you fucked up, that's nice one time. That's nice two times, but it's meaningless if it's if it's habitual. Like right, if I stole shit from you, and then I admitted to it, I'm sure you would appreciate it the first time I did it. But the second time I did it, it's like, okay, so what? Yeah, you're sorry, but you still fucking stole. And the third time and the fourth time and the fifth time. Just because you're not supposed to receive credit for confessing when you consistently make the same mistake. Your confession becomes meaningless. Your apology becomes meaningless if you continue to do the same shit. Yeah, but my problem is I didn't do shit wrong last night. Well, you fucking got wasted. She says she doesn't want you drinking anymore. Well, we got wasted in the sense like, all right, my brother came over, we drank, we watched. She loves Selena, like all Filipinas. Yeah. <laughs> so we watched the movie Selena, and I'm, shit, I'm, I'm from Texas. Selena's from Texas, Corpus Christi. Right, right, right. So that's like our idol, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. Like the woman. Right, right. And so I said, babe, let's watch Selena. You love Selena. Let's watch it. Are you you watch the J Lo movie or you watch like original Selena shit like No the J Lo Okay okay so yeah the movie that was a good movie Yeah it was good I think yeah, they're making another good. one right aren't they aren't they redoing Selena Really Yeah dude, I saw it nah, on No they shouldn't do that Dude I saw it on the Well you know what fuck it we'll get to that later before we end the show I'm going to look it up because I could have sworn I would say a week ago I saw a Selena article and I think it had something to do with bringing the franchise back or it may have been one of those 20 years ago today Selena came out. There was some kind of Selena news regarding the movie about a week ago. It might have been just an anniversary of the release. Never mind. Okay, anyway, so you guys watched Selena and then what? All right, we watched Selena. We were drinking. We got like some atomic wings from Wingstop. She made a lechon cabalet. I mean, we're chilling. We're cool. But it's a point where I get a little bit too drunk. I'm not doing anything bad. Like, I'm not disrespecting her. I'm not doing nothing. Right, right. I crash out. The next morning, there's some rage. Like, it's... I'm telling you, bro, she hates it. She and, hates uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe you. And But there's something wrong with her, too. Like, she... One day, she's like, I hate your brother. Fuck them. Like, they're never allowed. All this. And then the next day, like, two days later, she's like, 
I love your brothers. I miss them. Please tell them to come over. I'm like, what? But Mike, Mike, there's a lot of chaos from the beginning before you even started to get together with her. And there's a lot of chaos, through, I think, both of your lives, right? Um, if we can kind of just be transparent again. You found your wife as a cam girl. And what, what's a cam girl? And you, you tell Oh, we got to talk about that, too. Yeah, we got to talk about that. You found your wife on the internet doing masturbation videos? Is that what it is? Or... Live, yeah, yeah like, you know, like, like, you know, like live jasmine and chatterbait, all that, yeah, shit. yeah, no, just for people who don't get it. I, I fucking know what a cam girl is for sure. I'm talking about maybe the other people who don't know. A cam girl is you go on, say, like a porn hub or whatever, porn site, there's a girl there live, she's got her computer open, you guys start sending money, and then you'll hear a little ping in the background, ping, ping, that means that's money mm-hmm. coming into her, and then hey, you've been doing that. No, you've I don't been, do that, you, you've been doing that. <laughs> You know what's going on. <laughs> I know what's up. <laughs> so it pings, and then she'll start with, you know, clothes or scantily clad, take off some clothes, pull out a vibrator, you know, masturbate, and then the more she does that, the more pinging you'll hear in the background, and then more money coming in for her. That's the life of the cam girl. So mm-hmm. you subscribe to it or whatever. I, I, I don't go that far. I, don't, I know what it is. I don't know the... Absolute nah, you, you know the pings. You know everything. You, I know the pings. I see it on Pornhub, man. But hey, okay, so you go onto the s- subscription or whatever it's called. You mm-hmm. find her there. You send messages, right? Because that's how it is. I, I, I sometimes see the cam girls on, on Pornhub. They'll greet people like, oh, hi, Mike from Dallas. Hi. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, you want me to fuck me? Okay. Great. You know, it's like that, right? So mm-hmm. you, you met her there. That alone, yeah. Mike, is chaotic. That alone, you have to understand, like, girls, I think mo- by most parts, girls don't want to do that job. And it's a mix of desperation. It's a mix of chaos in their life. It's a mix of no quality, quality leadership growing up. All of these things have to happen for, I think, a person to go, that's the life I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with. It's kind of like your family and drug dealing. Something has to happen growing up, whether it is desperation, whether it is inherited criminal ways, something has to fuck up for you to go, that's the life I'm going to choose. Okay? And both of you have a little bit of that. And when you mix chaos and chaos, they don't cancel each other out and you make a great team. No, most often than not, it is a super bomb of chaotic existence and I think that's what you have here so you have a cam girl wife who you've never really spent time with that you've been married to for six years and together with for nine years and we talked about this a couple episodes when you called now living in your house every single day giving you rules to live by like what do you expect Man, of course it's going to be fireworks, and it's going to be a war zone. She's got a strong opinion about the shit that you do, and it comes from a person who does shit too. And you've got a strong opinion about the shit that she does, and it comes from an environment that you saw growing up that's fucking crazy as well. So, essentially, you're putting... You know, it's like a chemist putting in a in, in a pot of 
all these different chemicals that are all volatile. What do you, you're going to get an explosion. And you're going to get a lot of them. And sometimes it's a little bit of amount, and sometimes it's a lot. But guess what? If you look around the room, there's a lot of volatile chemical properties. And it, what you have is a steaming pot, and all you have to do is just decide which one you want to throw in there every single day. And boom, boom, boom. It's just going to blow up every single day because you're, you have so much ammunition. Both of you have so much ammunition. And if you want to work it out with her or really anybody moving forward from her, it's about letting that ammo go. And what's the ammo? Well, it could be the drinking. It could be the drug dealing. You guys are not drug-free. There's still heroin in your house. Whether it's yours or whether it's your brother's, it's still going on in the house. That's ammo, man. That's ammo for the person you're living with, whether it be your wife right now or the next one. And then her, your wife, who, again, is a trans woman that you met on a campsite, who knows what ammo she's got growing up? I don't really know. We don't really talk about her personality and her background. We just talk about your marriage being kind of chaotic. But who knows where she's pulling her ammo from? And then on top of that, which what we said is you guys are learning to meet, like you're getting to learn to know each other in these past few months that you're finally living in the same house. And it must be frustrating. It's because it's like, I thought I knew you. I thought I knew you these past nine years. I thought I knew you these past six years. When the fuck did we get to this? So the solution, in my opinion, Mike, and I'm sorry to be so chatty, but I think the solution is you guys have to either break up, which I'm totally cool with, because I think it's really fucking chaotic, or you have to overhaul your personalities, your way of life, and, and you're going to have to seek counseling for some of the shit that you guys have witnessed all these years growing up away from each other and then counseling for how you guys are going to deal with each other moving forward. That's expensive. That's long. That's frustrating. But you have to decide whether that's worth it or not. And if it isn't, man, I don't know. I, I would move on to the next thing. But at the same time, Mike, understand that there's a really good chance that the next person's going to be pretty chaotic as well because you've lived lived a pretty... I don't know if it's been a rough life, but it's certainly been an interesting one. All right. You know? Uh, uh, okay, let me see. Your wife is, what, eight years older than you? Was it seven, yeah. seven years? Uh-huh. There's kind of a, that's somewhat of an issue, maybe. You have, Plus, you, she's like... She thinks she's like to like the adult in the in the relationship, right? But I'm listening to the recording, and the adult. If say, let's say she thinks that's the case, and and that's not surprising. I think in my relationship, my wife sometimes she thinks she's the adult. A lot of wives, I think, think that, right? Yeah, I've got three kids: my 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 son, my daughter, and my husband. You'll hear shit like that all the time, right? From wives. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. So your wife might think she's the adult figure. She's also eight years older than you, and that might even just exaggerate that whole thing. She might think you're a kid. You're, 20, you're still in your 20s, so you're still really, really young, but she's eight years older than you. She might think that 
instead of you being her husband, you might just be a pain in her ass. Hmm. I mean, there. trust me, there are times I think my wife treats me like I'm one of the kids, not because of the way I behave per se, but she's she's a head of the household kind of girl. My wife wears the pants in our family. She is the decision maker of this marriage. And it's not surprising to see why. Her mom's the same way. Her mom is a very strong woman who is a decision maker for their family. So it just passes along that. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But it, it, it can be difficult. And if they look at you like a child, ooh, that's a hard place to get out of. And you need to get out of that. Well, how, how do you see this? She's always text Like when we fight, she's always texting me. Um, or she's telling me in my face too. Um, I don't love you. I'm not in love with you. I hate you. I've never said words like that ever. That's not in my like in my person to do that. Yeah. She, but when we fight, she's always saying she's like, "I'm not in love with you. You're a piece of shit. You're a fucking maldito talaga." Like fucking. <laughs> but when are you? When you guys are good, does she say she loves you? Oh yeah, when we're good, we're fine. We're, when we're good, we're good. Okay, so I but, think I think when would you have not witnessed for whatever crazy reason you haven't witnessed this? And again, this is very typical for strong Filipino women and strong Latino women. Is in arguments they're going to say some really sh- crazy shit that I don't think they really mean. It's it's but, it's for shock value. Let me cut, let me cut you off. Real yeah, quick. yeah, go go. I have, like I said, I've uh, okay. So we've been together nine years. Yep. I was twenty one. When we started dating. Yeah. And then 2004, she came to the U.S. like on a work visa. Yep. Because of her school. Like they gave her like three months to work. So she was in Galveston, Texas. So every weekend I would drive. It was like a six hour or five hour drive, I think, something like that. From Dallas to Galveston. So I drive every weekend to go hit her up. We were good. Um... So we, I mean, we we spend that time together every weekend, and then every like two or three times a year, I'd go to the Philippines, and then last year I was there for like ten months, and she's here now. So I mean, we spend plenty of time together. Not not like too much, too much, but it's different, though, man. It's different when you actually live with somebody. I, I really believe that. L- let me ask you: What was her gro- What was her upbringing like? What was her family like? What was her as a child? What was that life like? Now, I, I know we haven't even touched on her being trans and the transition and coming out and all of that, but do you know the story yep. of her upbringing? And, it, mm-hmm. and if you do, was it fucking crazy? Oh, segurado, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so... You want to explain it or not? Well, g- g- give, me, yeah, give me the parts that... Yeah, it, it shakes you. Like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe you, got, you went through that. Well, it doesn't really shake me because... I've been through some hard shit, too. Oh, yeah, obviously. Right, okay. But uh, she came from Mindanao. She's Bisaya. Yeah. And then when she, I mean, she's Baklas or the whole family. There's, there's, she has got a siblings, like 17 siblings. Oh, shit. So her dad used to beat her with a stick. Yeah. And he used to tie her up in the tree outside that she's, because she's Bakla. That is awful, man. And then, so she left, she left, uh... I don't know if I should say the city, but yeah, well, wherever she, her area. Yeah, well, she's in in Butuan. Yeah, yeah. 
She left Butuan. She went to Manila. And her sister told her, hey, can you take my baby? Because they were all sick. I don't know what the hell happened to her sister. All the babies got, like all her kids got sick. They're about to die. So, um, she said, fuck, I don't want to take her, but I'll take the baby. She took the baby at 15 years old. She moved to Manila, raised this kid. Yeah. And she's pretty much the mom. And then when I went, like, a few years ago, I forget when it was, we went back to Butuan. I met her family. And the mom, like, took the took the daughter back. We, we were, like, stuck in the airport. The police came. It was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. So chaos, chaos, exactly what we yeah, were yeah, kind yeah. of saying early on, right? Like it's a it's a life of chaos. Both sides, man. Yeah. Both you, both her. So this is all ammo. Yeah, but to be honest, bro, I kind of don't want. I think I'm done. To be honest, I think I, I like. You done with this marriage? You mean? I th- I think so. Yeah. I, she I, said some. She said some words that I she cannot take back. She said some real bullshit. Okay. That, okay so I'm I'm gonna appeal to you that if it's if it's just about the words. Don't take those to heart too much. I'm not going to say don't take it to heart because obviously words hurt and words are important and words can be abusive, right? It can be. Words can be like punching somebody in the face, right? In, in, many, in many marriages. Verbal abuse is just as serious as physical abuse. So I'm appealing though, okay, to understand that in fights... Very often, strong women say really awful things. And it can make... And, and men do too. Okay? I don't want to say strong women are. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's not uncommon for people who have strong personalities to say some really awful things in yeah, fights. This shit is fucking extreme. Okay. And to you, it is extreme because, like you said, you're not the type of guy who does that. And that's well be it's you are well within your right to leave her for that. Okay. You are absolutely positively okay to do it. But I'm appealing to understand that most of the time they don't mean it. No matter how awful what they said in a fight, it sounds like the way I can hear it when you send me the recording, it doesn't sound like she means it, though it is aggressive. The language is aggressive. Like I said, that's light, light, light. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's like, I, I hear it. It's like, fuck you, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? You're not, you're not fucking mm-hmm. more powerful than me. I mean, I heard like mm-hmm. words. I almost go, oh, she's one of those personalities. She's strong. Yeah. But, dude, you can leave absolutely. But I want you to leave for a variety of reasons. Because I have a feeling that the shit that comes out of her mouth is not 100% meant. But, I, but if you go, well, it's not just that, Mo. I want to leave her because I want to be with my brother. I love my brother. He's my brother. And she fucking hates that I'm with him. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's another reason to leave. Absolutely. He's your family. And if you want to spend time with your brother because he is important to you, then you should be able to do that. Now, I get it. He does drugs. He deals drugs. That's a problem. But, you know, you don't have kids. He's your brother. You're used to that life. You know what it's like. He's important. He's non-negotiable. I'm sorry. That's that. I cannot. I cannot give you. 
I cannot give my wife that request. He's my brother. I, and I, I'll, I'll back you up on that. But actually, that's the wrong narrative, I think. So tell me, what's the right narrative? Well, she thinks it's like me or your brothers. I'm not trying to, like, pick my brothers over you or nothing. They're my brothers. They're going to come over. They're going to hang out. No, that's exactly then, no. That's what I, that's what I was trying to say, though, Mike. Oh, maybe maybe I didn't articulate it properly, but that's what I was in my head. It's that hey, you don't want me with them. It's not a me versus you. It's an all of us. I have to be with them, and if you are not going to allow me, and if it's it's going to be the me against them fallacy, which is a fallacy. You can't. You shouldn't use that. You shouldn't do the oh okay. It's it's like the Duterte argument, right? It's either you're pro Duterte or you're pro Aquino. You cannot be both. Like, no, I could be in the middle, and I just want you to be in the middle. I want my wife to be in the middle. Fine, I know you don't like them, but you have to understand, I have to be with them because they're my brothers. You have to be able to be okay with that. It cannot be a, it's either me or them scenario. And if that's what you're bringing to my life, I'm sorry, I might pick my brothers. And you're okay, and I'm okay with you doing that. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like no, you have no, to, you no, have no. to tell her, hey, no, you don't, you don't have to love them, you don't have to like them, but you have to be okay that I'm going to be with them. They're a part of my life. That's a that's a conversation you should have with your wife. And she's cool with it. She's like, yeah, bring your brothers over. Like, they can we we can I can make CC. She makes some bomb ass CC. Uh, <laughs> bring bring them over, but. She's like, yeah, do you, you can take them out for a drink. and But the problem is sometimes I just drink too much if we're together. It just happens. I'll have one, two, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, I'm kind of wasted. I'm like, shit. And the next morning, I'm fucking regretting it. Does your wife like, drink? No. And so the next morning, I'm like, I didn't want that to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you fucked up, Mike. I know. Yeah. But let me tell you something, bro. I don't... I fell out of love already. I don't think I'm in love anymore. Um, we have nothing in common, like zero. Yeah, I, then, I, 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 then that's another. If that's the case, that's another reason to leave. That, again, and when I make it, make when it, I got with her, I was twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never had a real girlfriend, and I always hear your fucking. I mean, I hear the every single podcast. Like I said, six and a half years I've been a fan, and you say, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, well, then, then you know it's right. 20, 20 years old, if you're still dating the same person that you were dating at 20, that's a bad idea. Yeah. And so I never, like, I never got into a real relationship to her. Uh, so we have nothing in common. I'm only attracted to her. Are you able to look at my Instagram or no? I, I think you're on private. Can I, if I unlock it, can you look at it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, give me one second. Uh, let me. There you are. Well, if you follow me, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't yeah. Know how to no, there. No, there. I, I sent a sent a request. Okay. Your last name isn't uh, Latino, though. That's a, that's a, that sounds um, Scandinavian. I'll what? I'll, I'll explain. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you don't have to explain. Just what country? That's a that sounds uh, Scandinavian, a huh? Nordic or some shit. Well, have you, or German. Oh, but Mennonites are. What's up? What's up? Mennonites. No, what is that? Okay, so do you remember like a uh, couple of weeks ago in Mexico, those there were like some Mormons that got burned up and shot up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You remember that? Yeah. By the cartel? It's on news, yeah. My family lives like 20 minutes from there. So I grew up like 20 minutes from that spot. And uh, my family's Mennonites. They're like Germans that came from Mexico, but they live in Mexico. Or Germans that came from Germany live in Mexico, and their religion is Mennonite. But they've been yeah. living there for like three generations. Yeah, your, so last, your last name has a, yeah, it, it's, again, it's either Scandinavian or German is what I was going with. Yeah, German. Yeah. But, but my dad, his first language is Spanish, so it's mine, my mom, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you look, you look Latino. I mean, you look like straight up. But I'm saying the last name though has a very European feel to it. Okay, what am I looking for on your Instagram? My Asawa. Where? She's in there somewhere. No, she's not, dude. It's just food and a pit bull. <laughs> a couple of car You'll, shots. She's in there somewhere. No. No, man. There's a photo of you and your brothers, unless your wife is one of them. No, I, I'm looking at your your. You have two brothers that start with the letter A. Mm-hmm. I don't see your wife. Unless it's a video. Fuck, she's in there. I see horses. <laughs> oh, you're you're like right at the, at the top. Yeah, even on the way down, there's nothing. It's just food. And cars. God damn. She's there. Like, look up, look down to... Uh... Dude, I promise you, there's nothing here, man. It's food. All right, fuck it. Let me send you a text, bro. Yeah, yeah. Go send me a text. Okay, anyway, so... so They're probably making a boring-ass call. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, that's why I want to, like, just kind of... We'll move on. I'll, I'll, I'll get the text in a while. Okay, so... Hey, I have a question, Mike, real quick. And this is kind of unrelated. But you, you knew that your wife was trans from the beginning during the cam girl stuff. Prior to her, were you ever attracted to men? No. So, and she's not post-op, right? She still has all of the, yeah, all the junk and shit there, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, if you were not attracted to men, and, and this is me learning, all right? Because if she's not attracted to men, how do you then get aroused when you see the junk? Mm. Like, there's no, if there's no vagina and you're not attracted to men... Do you ever go, fuck, there's no pussy here. Like, I can't, I can't kind of get into that. Oh, fuck. Okay. How does that work? And this is me. This is total learning moment for me, okay? Just I kinda, got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I'm confused, too. I don't know how the fuck that happened. I think because I was, a, I was something happened when I was a kid, like molestation yeah. or yeah, some yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I was molested as a kid. Oh, dude, so, your wife's so pretty. Sorry, sorry. Okay, anyway, never mind. Sorry. Um, you can't tell, right? Yeah, I can't tell at all. She's super pretty. So, that happened. And I can't, like, I don't know. It's just, it's in my head. Like, I can't, it's, it's programmed in there. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But when you guys are having sex, so... We haven't had sex for years. Why is that? That's part of the problem too. Okay, but when well, you when you did have sex years ago, is it then you just you just stick your dick in her ass? Yeah. Okay, and of course BJ's and all that stuff, but you don't give her a BJ. Yeah, I do. Huh? Wow. Yeah, that's interesting how that works out. Okay. You, well, I remember one time in in an episode you you said uh, how how can a guy be a how can a guy suck a dick if he's not gay? Remember that? 
Well, I can suck my own dick. If I, we were talking about this the other day too, like I'll I'll gladly suck my you own. You would dick suck your I, own dick? Oh, if I could, hell yeah. Then why the fuck are you asking that? No, but that's my own. I'm doing it not so I can have a dick in my mouth. I'm doing it so my dick can feel like it's being sucked. Okay, that makes no sense. No, <laughs> that makes a hundred percent sense, Mike. My, di- I'm looking for the dick sensation, not the mouth sensation. I'm not then, putting a dick in my mouth because my mouth wants a dick. I'm putting my mouth on my dick because I want my dick to have a mouth. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. Why don't you just jerk off with some lube or some shit? It's not the same thing. So By the can... way, it's theoretical, okay? I can't do it. But I'm saying if I could, I would. But I would never put anyone else's dick in my mouth. Mm-mm. No? No, 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 no. <laughs> You're, 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 you know how when you see a dog licking its own balls, right? Look, I'm, I'm an expert on this topic. No, bullshit. We, if, you don't, if you don't understand my point, or if you can't come to terms with it, then you're not an expert on this. I understand your point, but if you're willing to suck a dick, you're, willing to, you're, you're not gay. I'm not saying I'm you're not gay. gay. Yeah, I'm not gay. I know, and I'm cool. If I, dude, that, I, I that, totally That answers your question. No, no, no. I, okay, listen, I would never give a handjob to any guy ever, but I'll jack off all day long. Okay. Okay. And every guy listening to this show has jacked off. It doesn't mean that they're willing to give another dude a handjob. Okay. We're looking for the sensation on our dick, not how we're getting there. Now, obviously, I won't let a dog lick my nutsack because that's bestiality, but what I'm saying is if my dick was big enough and my neck was long enough and I was flexible enough to suck my own dick, I would do it for the sensation of my dick not to have a dick in my mouth. And the reason why I'm okay with having a dick in my mouth because it's my own dick. It's kind would of like... Would you let a guy suck your dick? Hell no. Then, huh? Yeah. Because it's my own. Would you fuck? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Now, if, now, now we're into something here. All right, go. What? If you saw yourself, yeah, and you're horny as fuck, and you saw yourself come, would you fuck yourself? No, because what do you mean? Like, if I saw, if I had a twin brother, okay. No, no, not twin. It, just it, like, incest aside, if I let's say no, no, not incest. Okay. Let's say it's you. For, let's say it's some weird dimension where it's you, and it's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you suck your own dick no, right there? No, I wouldn't. And I wouldn't even give him a hand job either. But I would easily jack up. Here's, here's the perspective, Mike, what for, the, for wait, this it, topic. Is this, is this call too long? Am I taking no, no, time? no, no, because this is like now too cold. It's fine. We'll, let's, we're let's, getting let's, into let's, some, some weird shit. Yeah, right? we're getting into weird shit, but I like it. Five minutes. Okay. Let's go five minutes and then we're done. Okay, yeah, okay. I am jacking off like all of you guys are jacking off. That means you're giving a hand job to a dick. Okay. okay. All right. It just so happened those that the, the dick is attached to you, so it makes it okay. There's no difference between a hand job and a blow job if you're giving it to yourself, in my opinion. Now I know there's going to be a lot of people who think that this is. There's going to be a lot of team Mike on this one. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if I could suck my own dick, I would do it, and I do not feel that to be gay or or any kind of homosexual behavior to that at all and <clears throat> i compute it as well i'm giving myself a hand job when i'm jacking off i'm i'm not giving myself a blow job when i'm sucking my own dick i'm just jacking off with my mouth instead no you're giving yourself a blow job well i mean <laughs> technically yes but i'm saying perspectively no 
I'm giving okay. my I'm giving myself a hand job when I'm jacking off. That means yeah. I'm, that means I'm I have a dick in my hand. That's a hand job. But I would never put anybody else's dick in my hand. It would have to be my own dick. And I would never put anybody else's dick in my mouth. It would have to be my own dick. That's the perspective. Okay. I get what you mean 100%. Yeah. Yeah. When I was like... I won't come in my mouth. Sorry. There we go. I won't come in my mouth. Okay. Okay. All right. I think you would. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you I won't. I won't. I will switch though. Like, okay, here's what I do. I'm sucking my own dick, right? And I'm about to come. As soon as I'm about to come, I'll put my mouth out and I'll just continue to jack it off. Like, I will, you know, you know how we do that. Like, you see that sometimes. Like, if a girl's sucking your dick and then they pull out and then they just jack off the rest of it. That's what I would do. That's the move I'm going with. Okay, I got it. We got what? Hey, I got to call back again because we we didn't even cover shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about Um, that. Yeah, we got three minutes, right? Yeah, let's do three minutes. So if you if you if you're done with your relationship, man. Well, hold on. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Damn. I don't know what the fuck I'm telling you this, bro. Yeah, go. But, you know, I I think it's kind of cool to get, like, a little American perspective. All the Filipinos call in. It's all Filipinos, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I I like talking to you. The first time I come, I sucked my own dick. You can reach it? Back then, I used to be able to. Is it because you're flexible or you have a big fucking dick? A little bit of both. So well, you know what? My dick's not that big. So you can really flex. You're so you're super flexible then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're like one of those guys that can put your fucking legs around your neck or something, or not not that much, but but but. No, no, no. Okay. But I never knew. I was like, what? The, how come? I was questioning, like, what's this jerking off shit? So you I never sucked knew what the fuck your own dick, huh? When you first. Wow, that's. Is it? Does it feel as good? <laughs> I'm just I'm interested now. Does it feel just as good as when you're getting a BJ, say, from your wife? No, no, no. No, it's not the same. I guess so. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's as long as... Uh, well, I mean, I guess getting a hand job feels better when it's somebody else. I mean, that's why people you say you do the stranger. Sit on your hand, get it numb, and then jack off. Makes it feel like it's somebody else. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work because the, the circulation comes back in five seconds. It's yeah, but... Right. When the first time I did it, I was confused. Like, what the fuck is going on? And, and then I fucking shot, and I was like, "What? Holy shit! This is what is what's coming is." Wow, first time, huh? That's a, that sounds like an advanced move for such a first time. That's weird, bro. I don't know how the fuck. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool though. Yeah, I don't even know how the fuck I told you that. That's fine. Well, because we had the conversation of sucking in our own dicks and stuff, and, and, a, and a million, a fucking bunch of Filipinos are hearing this shit. That's alright. But nobody knows. And we talked about this in another couple of episodes ago, anyway. And, okay, well we got. Yeah. We got one minute left. Right? Okay, one minute. All right, so listen, Mike, um, when it comes to your relationship, I'm going to go back with what I said in the beginning. It's a, it's a very chaotic, traumatic relationship from two people who come from intense chaos, all right? So I really don't think how this is going to improve anytime soon. And if you are going to go for it, meaning you're going to try to improve it, understand it, it needs heavy counseling for both of you, and it's going to take fucking years. Now... Some marriages are worth it. You have to assess whether yours is or not. And it sounds like you're on the side of it's not worth it. However, this can change tomorrow. And tomorrow you're going to be like, no, we're fine. Because, again, it's chaos. And maybe you need chaos in your life. As, as, as calm and cool as you sound on the show, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the kind of life you like. Maybe you need that chaos. It helps you because it's familiar, as it is for your wife. 
And that makes you guys perfect for each other. However, it also means a really shitty marriage. So take all of those things into account when you're going to decide how you're going to proceed moving forward. Do I want my wife in my life? We're great when we're great. We're really bad when we're bad. But bad is what makes me feel normal. Then she's perfect. Or I'm sick and tired of this fucking mi vida loca bullshit. I want stability. I want calm. I want harmony. I want to be away from all of this drama. Then guess what? She's got to go. And your next girlfriend, please don't get married. You have to make sure you practice living with them for a while before you get too serious. Because chaos is always going to be a part of your life. It is just the way you were raised, unfortunately. So make a decision. Do I want chaos because chaos is normal? Then stay with your wife. Or am I sick and tired of this and I've lived 29 years of crazy that I want to just be done with it, then be done with it. That's what I'm, I'm going to go with. Give me one more minute. Yeah, go. Before, I, before you cut me off. Or not before you cut me off, but before I go. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm done. Whatever you just said, I take the part that I'm done. I think so. Okay. And uh, it's just... It's been a built up of just situation after situation, and I think it's done. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to stop it. I I'm will, trying to, I will believe you this time next week, but today I don't believe you yet because I think we, when chaotic relationships, we say this all the time, but tomorrow it's a different story. Let's yeah, see. You, you might, you might be right. Yeah. Let's see if you can handle this same mindset for a week, and then two weeks, and then be done. I just want you to be sure because, like her. You might be saying a lot of shit that you might not mean right now because it feels right. Tomorrow might be a different story. Next week might be a different story. And if a few weeks you're still consistent every single day that you're done, consistent, huh? Then I would start the process. But I would not decide on what happened this morning. I would decide on the feeling that you have right now and having that feeling every single day for the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's how okay. I would go. All right. Like I said, I, I, I spoke for like 10 seconds. Give me 40 more seconds. Go. Sorry. I'm so chatty. That's okay. my fault. Yeah. Go. Sorry, brother. No, no. Sorry, it's fault. my fault, too. No, no, no. I'm go, just, go. Uh, um, okay. We'll talk about this on the next call. Yeah. But like I said, I'm, I think the love is gone. I'm not in love with her anymore. She's not in love with me. I was only with her because I was attracted to her. And I mean, it was cool for a while. But there was somebody I was talking to before her. We had everything in common. I breed. I used to breed American pit bulls. Yeah. She used to breed dogs. I'm into politics. Like I'm. Like I'm. I used to be head of the debate team. Yeah. She's into that too. Like we have everything in common. And I'm kind of. I, I want to go back to. I mean. This person that I had talked to before her. I don't know why my heart is kind of trying to go back to the. the I'm this not is nine years ago, or when when did this girl come around? This was <clears throat> okay. This was when she's she's transgender also. Yeah. But this was before. This was before any of my family knew. Like we were having good conversations, FaceTime or Skype. FaceTime didn't exist back then. So we were like Skype and all this shit. Is she single right now? Yeah. And but she's older. She's like forty two. 
I love older women, though. Yeah, boy, you certainly have a type, man. <laughs> you are predictable. And, uh, yeah, and... Uh, so that means she's a little kind of fucking chaotic, though, too. I mean... No, she's not. She's, are you sure? She's fucking cool as fuck. Like, if I was with her, all my problems would be would be gone. I already, I even know that. And with this well, when's chick... The last like, time, got, when's the last time you talked to her? Uh, like, three years ago, she called me for Thanksgiving... So what you feel? You, you are you feeling it? You might want to message her this week. Yeah, she might be the energy and the spark you need to get out of your marriage. I, I know that sounds like cheating. It is cheating, um, and this show is not about doing the right thing. It's about I did, doing. I did message her the other day. Oh, you did. <laughs> What'd she say? But she blocked me. Cause no we... shit. <laughs> but I'm, I might change my number or something, so it, it'll be a new number. Oh man, chaos, man, more chaos. She blocked me because I was married. You know what I mean? Yeah. More chaos, though, Mike. More chaos. I'm telling you, if you want... I mean, I'm not trying to like be like an interesting guy in the show or whatever, but if you want me to call in next week or whatever, I'll give you an update on this bullshit. Well, let's, let's get an update in two weeks. I want to see how you feel about your wife in two weeks. Okay? All right. All right. Yeah. Let's do that. All right, brother. Thanks for the call, man. You're always so interesting and I appreciate it. Okay, bro. All right. Have a good one. See you. Thanks, yeah. Mike. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was a long call. Might be one of the longest ones we've had. Sorry about that. But I, I, I find him, you know fascinating and his situation fascinating and his wife is really pretty really pretty now if i were going to say she looks like a celebrity philippine celebrity just so you give an idea i'm gonna say i mean easy commercial model easy commercial model uh features at the least um, but she, he gave me a headshot, right? So it's not, because I would say Pia Wurzbach, but see, what makes Pia Wurzbach so hot is not just her, of course, beautiful face, but she's got a banging body. But if there might be a little bit of Wurzbach, I would say, if I was going to put a doppelganger celebrity association here with his wife. She's really, really pretty. And... Now, if she had, had Pia body, too, then, yeah, I get why it's hard to let her go, but chaos, chaos trumps hotness most of the time. Take a break. When we come back, we have the rest of the show lined up for you again. That was a really, really long call, but I think you guys enjoyed it, and you're probably interested in hearing from Mike again in a few weeks when we find out what's going on. In the meantime, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times more of the podcast, Season 7, Episode number 35. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. See you in a bit. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high definition TV technology and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high definition 4K technology brings you the purest 
most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWN is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we're back on the show. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season 7, episode number 35, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. I know it was a long call, that first one with Mike, and I don't want to uh, continue the conversation too much because it was so long, but we did bring it up. How many episodes ago did we bring up this whole sucking your own dick thing? Uh, I think this was episode 33, our second caller, the 24-year-old Echo, who said he didn't want to kiss his girlfriend after getting a BJ because his dick is in that mouth. And I said, hey, don't worry about it, man. It's, in fact, a lot of us have tasted cum via our girlfriend's uh, mouths after they give us a BJ. Again, I'm not going to swallow a mouthful of cum, but you can taste the residue off of her lips because cum has a very strong, strong fucking flavor to it, right? It is very bleachy and all of that. Um, and then I, I was checking out the Reddit thread. I remember reading a guy saying they've never had it before. I think his name was Benz. I'm reading it off uh, Reddit right now. He says, Mo, I have not tasted my own cum. I'm 38 and I'm married. Had girlfriends in my younger years, but never kissed them when my cum is in their mouth. Uh, again, it's not that they're, there's come in their mouth okay i wouldn't do that either like i though have had girlfriends who have tried to transfer some come in my mouth and i'm like stop that right but when you kiss your girlfriend after they gave you a bj it's on their lips you it, it's kind of like when you're when you eat longanisa and you kiss or if your girlfriend or wife or whatever or your husband eats longanisa or, or adobo and you kiss them you can taste it on their lips, even though they're not transferring the meat into your mouth. It's the same thing. The fucking cum taste is strong. It's there in the mouth. You're going to fucking in, have a, a hint of it and a flavor. That's what I mean when I'm, ta- when I'm saying you're, you know, you're tasting your own cum. And in terms of giving, your own, your, giving yourself your own BJ, well, Saul here on the Reddit thread says, he's, I, I, would, I won't suck my dick even if I can. I just don't think it's enjoyable to suck a dick even if it's my own. There are going to be people who... Do not uh, agree with that. But hear, hear me out. You wouldn't give a hand job either. As I was telling Mike a little while ago, you won't give a hand job either if you're straight to another guy, but you'll grab your own dick and you'll give yourself a hand job. There really is no difference between that and putting a dick in your mouth if that dick belongs to you. And as much as you're going to deny it right now, I bet you when you're home, especially at a time like this, during quarantine and you're bored as fuck and you've jacked off three or four times and you're looking for something new, you guys are going to try it. You're going to try it. I know it. I know it. Now, it's, it's, a, it's a fantasy question because we can't do it. Well, fucking Mike was able to do it, but most guys, I don't think, especially most Filipino guys, our dicks are not big enough. Uh, we're not... You know, most people are not inherently that stretchable. It's going to take the Kim Chu's of the world who can really put, 
you know, their head between their legs and all of that. Those kinds of people can really are super flexible. All of those things have to come in, you know, they have to meet up for you to suck your own dick. So most guys are not going to be able to do it. But I'm telling you, if you can, a moment like this, sure, you're going to deny it now. Oh, but I don't think that's the truth. Uh, you can get to the Reddit thread, though, and interact about stuff like that, questions that we've talked about, statements that we've talked about here on the show by going to reddit.com slash r slash gtwm podcast. We have about 2,000 listeners that are over there that uh, interact with us. So go ahead and make your way. Every episode has its own discussion thread, or you can post your own topic, whatever you want. By all means, fire away, and we'll see you there. Let's take our next call. Next call. Let's talk to CJ, who's 24. CJ is in Cebu, crazy Cebu, and she is yeah. on the show. Hi, CJ. Hi, Mo. How are you, my dear? Good. I'm doing fine, I guess. Yeah, she, I heard you guys are <laughs> like, you guys are be getting hit hard with the uh, with the Rona uh, this past week there yeah. in Cebu, so... Um, I hope you're staying safe, and uh, well, you know, you're on the show because you have, what, a shitty relationship or shitty boyfriend or some, something like that, right? Yes, I know, I know, right? Yeah, shitty relationship. What do you got? What's yeah. the problem? So, I've been listening to your past podcast, Mo, yep. and all of, uh, there was a relationship, and it's just not that long. I think it was a six-month relationship, and then... It started to get rocky because of this quarantine or the lockdown thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so I I decided to message you because what about the long term relationships that started that also get into something like this, like rocky really rocky scenario in the relationship right now? Because um, the story is. Wait, wait, wait. So, so wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, before you tell me the story, because sure. you you let off with recently, it seems like, and we've talked about this almost ad nauseum now, wherein mm-hmm. because of the lockdown, we're seeing a lot of new relationships, relationships that have lasted only, uh, you know, or that have only been on for a few weeks, a few months. Mm-hmm. We're seeing these relationships yeah. start to crumble because of the lockdown. Uh, you know, yeah, because you, they're not seeing each other. Yeah, you started yeah. early. It was early in on the, into it, and all of a sudden, boom! You're like strangers again, all of a sudden, and I then, know, right? and then yeah. all, yeah, and all these relationships are starting to end. But you're saying, what about your situation? Your situation is it's not an early relationship. It's it's not. It's actually a seven years relationship. Okay, and but the quarantine or the lockdown is fucking it up. I don't know if it's the quarantine or it's the guy. Oh, I can tell you it's probably not the quarantine. Because I know, right? from the beginning, you're 24, seven years old, seven year relationship at 24. That's what's fucking killing your relationship. Uh, right. That's number one. But, but, but continue. You tell me the story because next thing you know, it, it's sure. something in the details. Go ahead. Okay, sure. So it started um, March at the last week of March. Out of nowhere, uh, I. Well, I can say na nagaaway kami. Yeah. Well, it's natural in a right, relationship. Right, right. So last week at ng March, he decided to he proposed for a cool off. Oh which shit! Is I thought you said shocking. I thought you think marriage. I, right, right. No, no, you said from proposal yeah. to marriage. Okay, so he wanted a no. cool. He wanted a cool down yeah, in cool March. Off. Cool, right. Yeah, okay. he All decided right. for a cool off, which is 
really shocking for me because within the seven years relationship, he's the kind of guy that who who's not into the cool off thing because his own for him, you know, cool off is papunta na rin ng right. breakup. Right. For me yan too. Yung pagkaka- yeah, yan yung pagkakilala ko sa kanya. And then we also talked about it before. And then he also said na breakup lang papunta yan. Ganyan, ganyan. So I was shocked. I mean, Are you breaking up with me? <laughs> Can you just right. say it lang talaga? And then he said, no, I just need time to think. Ganun, ganyan. Kasi lagi daw kami nag-aaway. Ganun. Well, I understand him. So, mga ano lang siguro, I said, pwede, pwede si- I calm down because I'm the kind of girl siguro. I admit na maldita din ako. Yeah. So, nag- I calmed down and then for a couple of hours ata, I called him and he ended the call. Meaning he didn't answer or he... Yeah, he didn't. Okay. He rejected the call. Gotcha. Okay. And then I called again and it lasted for five times and he keeps on rejecting the call. Yeah. So Sounds like I a was wondering... I know, right? So I was, I texted him, um, can we talk about this? Because it's quite shocking for me because there's no exact reason why. I mean, dahil lang kaaway. And so I called him and then parang nag, I, I keep on bothering him siguro. So he answered the sixth call. Yeah. And then he said, he shouted at me actually. <laughs> why do you keep on calling? And ganyan. I thought it was clear to you. It was day to me down a cool off. Ganyan. And I told him I wanted to talk to you and I want to fix this because I I don't want a cool off because no, I know where is it. Right, you know you, yeah, yeah. Right, you know breakup is around the corner. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to save the relationship, I guess. Sure. So I asked him what should I do? And then he said I just he just need time. And then, for all of a sudden, Mo, he blocked me on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. He blocked okay. me on Facebook. Okay, so, so what's the question then here? Because um, I was... I'm, I, will, I mean, there's a lot of questions, actually. Because I don't know why it suddenly cooled off. When I think we can talk about yeah, that's true. But see, here's the thing about, I don't know, I guess the word I'll use is relationships, but that's kind of very broad, right? But here's the thing about breakups and relationships. It does, you don't have to, both parties don't have to agree. Sometimes, because we'll see mm-hmm. here on the show, someone will call and say, um, I'm trying to break up with my boyfriend, but he's not allowing me. Well, it's not something you both have to agree upon. All it takes mm-hmm. is one person to break up with you or cool off in this case. And that's it. You're there. You don't have to agree. You don't have to disagree. You don't have to want to work on it. You don't have to hate it. You don't have to love it. You don't have to do anything. It's just, it is what it is, is the reality. If your boyfriend says, hey, CJ, um, I want a cool off period. You don't get to go, well, I don't want one. <laughs> You, know, you, know, you can try. Yeah, okay, I There's know. nothing wrong with trying. There's nothing wrong with, hey, yeah. I want to fix this. What's the problem? Let's communicate. Let's see. Maybe we can improve. There's nothing wrong with that. And you should try if you want to try. But 
ultimately, a breakup just needs one person at least. And after that, Mm -hmm. he does not have to anymore answer your calls. He can block you. Um, and, And these days, when somebody blocks you, it feels way more permanent then mm-hmm. no obviously i know i know people some, sometimes they'll just block you for the meantime i'll block you right now or i'll unfriend you or i'll unfollow mm-hmm. you it's drama right but mm-hmm. if your guy said cool off and then he blocked you on facebook that sounds like a breakup yeah but I, um the thing is mo he, the last message he I, uh, the last words that he said is that i'm going to talk to you when everything's all good, like the quarantine thing. Yeah. Parang, parang pinapasa pa rin niya ako. Well, see, the thing, I don't don't know, because what if he means, I'm going to talk to you and finalize it in person? Like, it doesn't necessarily mean, I'm going to talk to you and we're going to get back together. It it might just be a, I want to talk to you and just para face-to-face, you'll know what I'm what my plans are. I, I'm not sure. It, it, it's hard to say based on that information, though. But it doesn't mean pinapaasa ka or anything like that. Like, don't read into it too much. Uh, mm-hmm. CJ, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. Seven yeah. years, 24 years old. Where do you see this relationship going anyway? Let's say, let's say the cool-off period talk never happened mm-hmm. but you guys fight as often as you do and you said it all relationships no man have conflict at some point but how, mu- how much mm-hmm. further did you want to take this relationship and, and you can tell me hey mo i wanted to get married i wanted to have kids you can say that i just yeah, I yeah want- actually we have plans no mo. we actually purchased a lot na, no so shit i don't know, I don't know going, so that's why. No and then, shit, you did, huh? I know, right? And then he promised. I mean, he didn't promise, but some friends namin that he will somewhat propose on my birthday on October. So I don't know what happened. I don't know where things wow. get. Wow. I know. You guys and then, a lot? Jeez. No, I just recently lang. Oh, yeah, but you did. You, 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 did buy, yeah. you did buy a lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Well, maybe that's part of the talk he wants to have with you. I don't know. Wow. But, so, 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 and then, diba matagal na akong nag-DM sa'yo, Mo? Yeah, and then, yeah, during yeah. the, nung nag-DM ako, wala pa akong answers. Like, parang marami pang questions akong natata- gustong tanyongin. And then, last week ka lang talaga, Mo, diba siya nag-message sa akin sa messenger? Just to tell me now, why did you add her? Like, there's a girl na parang, I, I have something, I felt something sa girl yun. So, I I added her on Facebook. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, nag-message siya. Di ba, block niya ako. And then, block niya ako. And then, just to tell me, why did you add her? So, wait, <laughs> why are you mad? Yeah. Well, hey. 
So that's parang, the, that that feeling you have about that other girl, seven, usually, usually that's right. You know, that, that yeah, little seventy percent of girls' instincts are usually right. Uh, I would know? say, uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> seventy, maybe even higher. You know, maybe a little <laughs> bit more than that. And, and 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 it's a mixture of your instincts and guys are fucking stupid and predictable. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a little bit of both. But oh man, I'm sorry, the, CJ. The thing, yeah, the thing is, Mo. I got. I have a million reasons to let him go, but I chose to stay because he he cheated on me five times already before. Okay. When was the last and time? Then June twenty nineteen. Okay, so. And then my grand, yeah. And then what? Your grand. And then my grandmother died last yeah. June twenty nineteen, and he also cheated on me the same week. Well, you know, well, you caught him cheating on you the same week. He probably was cheating on you before that. He, you just happened to catch him that week. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear all of this. Um, if you've got a, if you've got a million reasons to break up, and he's already taking the steps to break up, why do you want to keep him around? Like what? What's the energy behind you staying in this relationship? I mean, clearly he's not the best boyfriend. So, <laughs> wh- why why do you why do you want to stay? Well, to be honest, no. Last March fifteen, I had a miscarriage. You had a miscarriage. Okay. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's unfortunate. And then, and then I blamed myself why he's acting like that right now. Because maybe that's because of that. No. Thing I blame myself. I, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far and say that that's why. Uh, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get? Are you trying to make up for the miscarriage by maybe having another child with him? Yeah, because I blame myself after because after that, even March fifteen, parang dun nashan nagstart na naging cold and. Really? No, come on, come on. This is first of all, you can't. You want to talk percentages? How many? How many pregnancies end up in miscarriage? Thirty. Mm-hmm. How can that be your fault? Unless you were doing drugs, drinking alcohol, smoking. I'm not. Yeah. So, so how how could it be your fault? It isn't. So don't you know? Don't 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 do that. It happens. The miscarriages happen. They're unfortunate. It happens. And kind of like this coronavirus, it doesn't pick and choose sometimes. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're reckless, you can uh, Mm -hmm. make yourself susceptible to it. But a lot of the times, it's just the luck of the draw or unlucky, unlucky draw. And you can't really sit there and go, okay, now this is my fault. And, oh, I had the miscarriage. Now he started to fade Th- those things are unrelated. Mm-hmm. So, don't, don't, I don't want you to hold on to something that isn't good for you. And I know it's very hard to let him go because you guys have been together so long and your whole adult life, it's been this boy. But can I please, can, can I please, please tell you something? He I'm will sure. be one of the biggest regrets of your life if you ever decide to get back together with him 
continue this relationship, get pregnant again, build a house on this lot that you guys have, he will be the single greatest regret in your life. I promise you. And I know it's hard to take that message from somebody you don't know like me. And I know it's hard to <laughs> take it from somebody who's not part of your generation. But mm -hmm. you, if you interview anybody, anybody, if you interview anybody older than you by at least 10 years, they're going to tell you the same mm -hmm. fucking thing. They're going to say, dude, okay. I, wish I, I wish I was able to speak to my older self. We all go through it. We all say it. We all picked the wrong person in our lives once, twice, three, four times maybe in our lives. And if we ended up with any of them when we were your age, we would be fucking miserable and it would be the single greatest mistake of our life. That is guaranteed. For all of the numbers we threw out, right, 70% intuition, 30% miscarriage. Let me tell you this. This is the one thing that's certain, 100%. You will regret, you will regret him. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, I really needed that more. It, it, it's so true. The guy, yeah. the, you, you caught him cheating the week that your Lola died, and I, you, it sounds like you were close to her. He's cheated on you numerous times. He's blocked you when you've already had this funny feeling that there's another girl involved. You identified who she was. You added her on Facebook. Well, you know, maybe more to see what the hell he would do. And look, he's reacting exactly the way you thought he was going to react, which is what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> so that was, I guess that was right. Yeah, no. Your instincts are right. And... And if we need to sit here and point out every red flag you need pointed out, then so be it. Let's point it out, CJ. Red flag here, red flag there, red flag there, red flag there. They're everywhere. Oh, our dog. It's fine, it's fine. But, but, but hey, hey, listen. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard. And, I, and if you fuck up, meaning if you call him and you message him, or if he texts you and he says, hey, you want to have sex tonight, and you, you say yes to it, I, I, I understand it's difficult to say no to this guy, especially where you are right now in your mind. But please mm -hmm. remember what I'm saying. If, if you give him any more chances... These are things you're going to regret forever. Yeah, I actually called him on last 19th because it's his birthday. And I thought it went well. And then the morning after that, he's gone. And then that's the time as well that his workmates are like, they, they left me a message saying that I keep on forcing things even though... You don't want it anymore, and he kept on saying that I'm toxic. <laughs> He's been bad mouthing me all over the social media, actually, and then I don't know about it because you know. Okay, so so again, I'll ask you. Blocked. I'll ask you again. What makes you mm -hmm. want to go back then to that? And if you're gonna tell me, oh, it's because of the miscarriage and stuff, I'm like, okay, fine, I understand that, but don't don't make don't make don't make it the biggest mistake. By thinking that life is going to be fine if you guys get back together. It's not going to be fine. You're 24. Yeah. You're in Cebu. It's awesome there. 
<laughs> you know, you're young. You're just don't 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 give him another day of your time. Honestly, it yeah. sucks. It's hard. I'm with you. Trust me. I understand. But, but 100%. I'm telling you the truth. 100%. If it tr- keep him away. And you're going to thank yeah. yourself. You're not going to thank me. You're not going to, hey, Mo, thanks for that advice you gave me <laughs> a year ago. Two no, you're not. You're going to be like thanking yourself. Like, fuck, thank goodness I didn't fuck that up. And the credit will <laughs> be yours. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right. I'm feeling better now, Mo. Good. And, and you know what? I'll tell you, you might not feel better mm-hmm. 10 minutes from now. Ten minutes from now, you might be yeah. heartbroken all over again. Uh, but that's okay. Yes, because that's it's normal. Mm-hmm. Just don't don't get back together with him, please. And if you feel like <laughs> you need to, like if you feel like, oh my god, he just texted me, because I know if he texts you, you're gonna text back yeah, immediately, right? What is it? I'm you know. If if he texts you, if he calls mm-hmm. you, and you're and you're tempted to talk to him, text me first, and I'll talk you out of it again. <laughs> Okay. okay well, I don't even have to call you. I'll just okay. say, Hoi. I'm just here to remind you. Uh-huh. You will regret mm-hmm. this, and then I will. I will try my best to talk you out of it. Okay. Well. All right, CJ. Noted. All right, love. Stay safe. For hearing. Don't go outside. Me too. Stay. He, this guy. This guy's worse than the coronavirus. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Stay away. And by the way, he's ugly. Jesus Christ. So, my friends keep on telling me the same thing that you're telling me right now, but worse. Plus, he's like, it. Right. Okay. Is he rich? Yeah. Why are you settling for... No, no. Oh, he's the first pangit boyfriend I ever had. And then my... I don't know why I took the risk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it's because of Andrew. Because of Andrew. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But... Oh, my God, Mo! <laughs> Yeah. just like a balance. Balance and you'll just turn off the lights, you know. Yeah, just turn off the light and yeah. Well no, let's not even praise him. All right. Fuck oh it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, CJ. Thanks, Mo. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. It's a good talk. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, bye. <laughs> How many girls out there, attractive girls? would fuck a guy no matter how ugly he is if you knew by reputation he had a big dick really honestly right the the the, the heap one equivalent for boys if if there was a reputation a guy had a confirmed reputation by a dick pic whatever whatever i don't know who cares and you saw a guy with a fucking really tasty looking dick and you know from testimonial that he fucks good. But he is ugly. I'm talking teeth everywhere. Just fucking hair just looks like pubes. Just nasty, ugly dude. But if he had a big fucking dick and you and he had a reputation for fucking good, how many of you how many of you girls would be like, okay, fuck it, fine, I'll just fuck up because you know. I could use it right now. That's the heap one equivalent. And would... Uh, oh, gosh. I'm wondering who... 
I'm such a face person, though. You know, I'm so attracted to the face. Really, more than any part of the body, I'm so about the face that I don't know if I were, a f- I, I, no, I know if I were a female, I could not do it. And if, as a guy, like if there was a girl with a banging body, just like fava voom, pow here, wet there, boom, all of it, but the face was. You know, deep sea wildlife fish face. I'm gonna say no. Even if, as this girl said, you could turn off the light and that. No, pass. I think. I think. For me, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> as a feeling, bogey, no matter what. No, I just because that's my thing. I'm so about the face. We'll take a break when we come back. More of the show. You're listening to Good Times from Other Podcasts, Season 7. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 35, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. What are some of the big movies coming out? It's May already. That means June is big movie season. Mine... What is your most anticipated one? I'm going to say Top Gun for me. Top Gun, is this has taken a really long time to come up with this sequel for Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun came out in 1986, right? So that's, what, 34 years ago, more or less, when that movie came out. And the sequel, finally, this year, uh, I don't know the exact date of release, um, I know I was saying this earlier that uh, a lot of the big movies are now being um, posted online for you to purchase and watch it there. Uh, Top Gun, dude. Dude, man, I am so pumped up about this sequel. And I'm not sure when it's coming out soon. Let's see. Uh, Top Gun. When is 2020 release? My point. Uh, oh, fuck. They moved it? I thought it was, was going to be summer. It's not December. Did they move it? Fuck, the Christmas, beginning of Christmas movie? Oh, yeah. Look here. It says Top Gun pushed back to Christmas. Oh, that's a horse, bunch of horse shit. Oh, man, that sucks. Well, what are some of the other big summer movies that you guys are looking forward to? Uh, and if you are going to watch it uh, at home, because uh, these things might not be released just yet in the theater because of what's going on, well, you might as well get yourself a sharp High, ultra-high-definition TV to enjoy all of these big blockbusters that uh, should be coming out in the next month or so. Uh, aside from Top Gun, which got pushed back to December 23. Jesus. Uh, what are some of the big movie titles you're looking at? Let me know. Um, I can get equally pumped up about them as well. Let's move to our third call of the night, and we'll get into the 30-year-olds now. Next call. Let's talk to Ace, who's 35. Ace is in Manila, and he has a question for us. Hey, Ace, thanks for being on the show, man. Yes, uh, DJ Mo, thank you, Dingpo. Uh, so, what do you want to talk yeah, about? Uh, 
Yes, uh, so yun na DJ mo. Uh, tatanong ko lang ko kung uh, okay lang ba kaya na mag-volunteer ako as nurse for DOH. Uh, kasi nabasa ko dun sa Facebook page nila na nagmamas hiring sila. And then, ang salary daw, 32K plus 500 pesos na hazard pay. Um, 500 tapos, per day? Uh, uh, yata, 500 per day hazard yeah. pay. Yeah. Yung, yung pagkakaintindi ko. And then, kasi more than 10 years na ako hindi nag-work sa hospital, uh, dito na ako sa family business namin. Okay. Pero yung PRC license ko, active pa naman. Pwede pa naman ako mag-apply uh, as a nurse. So you're nurse. Okay, alright. Gotcha. Alright. Yes, yes. Uh, kahit 10 years na ako hindi nakapag-duty, uh, kahit pa paano, confident naman ako na kaya kong i-carry out yung work as a nurse kasi may prior experience naman ako before. Yeah. Nakapag-ICU naman ako dati. Uh, pero... Uh, dahil uh, lockdown, syempre, wala kami business ngayon. At the same time, sobra ako nabobort dito sa bahay kung ano-ano na yung naiisip ko, parang ganun. So, kaya in-entertain ko rin yung idea ng uh, pag-apply sa DOH. Actually, medyo mga one week or more ko na tong iniisip eh. Are, then, you, are you married? Na- Do you have kids? Uh, not yet, not yet. Okay. And then, uh, nagtanong din ako sa mga friends ko na mga nurses din na hindi nagpa-practice. Ang payo nila sa akin, huwag daw. Kasi hindi daw worth it. Kasi kung tutusin, hindi naman daw ganun kalaki yung binibigay ng government compared dun sa risk. And then... Compared sa... No? Wait, ni- compared sa what? Sa risk. Ng, you know, oh, risk, the risk of, okay, of the COVID exposure. Yes, okay, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And then parang... Sabi din nila, ang government ng dito sa Philippines, may budget naman daw. Pero uh, parang kubaga parang tinitipit nila, nagtitipit. So kubaga pag, na, pag nag-apply ako sa nila, parang nagiging tool pa ako para makasave sila ng money. Siyempre, pag nakasave sila money, diretso sa pulsa. Parang ganun. So parang nagdadalawang isip ako. Okay, so what's your business now? Uh, sa ano kami, DJ Moe, sa construction. Pero hindi kami uh, malaki. Parang ano lang. Typical na Chinese. I was going to say you're Chinese, right? Construction. Mm. Okay. Uh, if, if you leave your construction company, who takes over? My brother. So, are you on salary now with your family business? Or how, how does the money come in for you? Uh, may counting uh, commissions. So, pag nakakuha ko ng projects... So now that now that business is kind of shut down, you have no money. Uh no income. Yes. Yeah. How much is your income anyway, though? Like when things were going normal, what what, what were you bringing in a month? You think on average? Um, five 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 figures, five. What? Sorry, what? Five. Five figures, ganun. Five figures. Hindi naman siya, oh, hindi naman siya parang permanent kasi siyempre business business meron. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because what you're saying here is if you're gonna do a DOH volunteer, 32K base with a 15K uh, hazard Three months lang to, DJ Mo, ah. Ano, ano, ano? Parang yung volunteer niya is for three months lang. So or it, hanggang sa mabubuhay ka, ganun. <laughs> yeah, three hanggang months or until ka, you ganun. die, right. But that's, oh. <laughs> that's, that's about 50,000, a little under 50,000 a month for three months. Uh, I wouldn't do it either. Not, I mean, obviously we need volunteers, right? But 
if it's only going to be for three months and you're going to give up your family business, your position with your family business, have your brother take over, there's a risk that, you know, that doesn't come back to you once the three months is done. Unless you want to go ahead and continue to be an RN for the rest of your life, and that's what you're going to do. Uh, God, you know, I don't know. Wait, let me take that back. The DOH needs volunteers. The country needs volunteers. And as I've said, that this virus is kind of like a war, right? So it's looking for people to come in and fight for their country, which is a very noble thing. Yes, there's always the risk that the government and its officials steal the money and the budget that is supposed to be allocated to fight this battle, and they put it in their own pockets. You're right. Uh, we don't really know for sure. If it's a calling for you, though, and this is not a financial decision, then I would say yes to do it. If, if that's what you've always wanted to do and you feel, you feel like it's a, the moral obligation and the right thing to do, then yes, I would do it. If you're worried that business won't return soon and you're going to run out of money and this is a good way to make 150,000 pesos for the next three months, then my answer is don't do it because you're doing it for the wrong reason. And yes, the risk may be too high for a three-month Band-Aid, pun intended. So just assess yourself. Assess this opportunity. You're a BSN graduate, right? And I don't know if you mm. took nursing because you want to be in the medical field and that you long to be in the medical field, or you took it because it's a good way to get a job abroad and make some money and be stable. Why, were you, why did you become a nurse? Uh, medyo stupid reason DJ mo eh. Um, kasi nung high school ako, tinanong ko yung best friend ko kung anong course niya. Sabi niya, pare, nursing. O sige, nursing na rin ako para sabay tayo. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking stupid. But, ito na eh. Here's the thing. As stupid, okay, as stupid as that was, which is really fucking stupid, guess what? You have an active RN license and that's amazing. So even in your stupidity, you were able to achieve something that a lot of people are really, you know, fucking trying to go after, which is an active, you're an active registered nurse. That's, that's, that's great. But DJ, DJ mo, kahit pa paano, na-enjoy ko naman yung nursing days ko. Good. Kasaya naman good. siya. Good. Mm. And then, may, may ano yung second question ko is, uh, kasi I'm 35 na, no? Tingin mo, hindi pa ba siya too late kung, kung i-revive ko yung nursing career absolutely not nope no way there are, there are there are plenty of nursing students out there who are your age that are not even graduates yet and i uh i encourage them to to, to really power through if that's what they want i i think it really comes down to this do you want to do it and it doesn't sound like this is something you really must do so i'm gonna say no to this opportunity unless you're able to do it abroad where the money is better. Because the 50,000 or 48,000 that the DOH is going to be giving you per month, that's you know, that's that's not enough money for me if this is not your passion. And it doesn't sound like this is your passion. So, if you get a job opportunity in a, in the US or Canada or whatever the UK to be a nurse where the salary is so much better, then that's when I that's when I pull the trigger on it. But not to work at a government hospital in, in the Philippines. If that's if if nursing isn't what you wanted. And it wasn't. I mean you did it because your friend did it. 
So no. But I would try to go abroad. Nice. Pero ang ang problema DJ mo, kahit gusto ko sa abroad, sa ngayon hindi pa ako pwedeng mag-abroad eh, kasi syempre kailangan ko ulit mag-ipon ng experience. Eh. Yeah, well, sure, and maybe you have to do a little bit of schooling and whatever, but it still me it still doesn't it still doesn't change the fact that you were a graduate of BSN, which is huge. Mm-hmm. So maybe a refresher and and then you're back in the game. But, but your business when when your when your business is doing well, is it lucrative? Um, hindi siya ganun ka lucrative pero masasabi ko na nabibili mo yung mga gusto mo. Uh, pwede na siya DJ mo i-compare mo sa sa nursing job. Definitely mas okay naman to. Okay, yeah. Eh ang problema dahil sa lockdown, syempre hindi man natin alam kung after ng lockdown eh ganun pa rin siya. F- feeling ko hindi siya magiging okay or takes months para makarecover. Lalo na ngayon dito dito sa Metro Manila ang parang hotspot eh so hindi ko sure kung after May 15 mag-open na ulit kami baka hindi pa hindi ko sure yeah right right okay l- then let's 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 wait a few months let's wait a few months and get a get a pulse for what's going on when the quarantine is up and if you guys look like you're in complete like just devastation financially then i would th- Then I would think about doing the nursing, getting some experience, and then going abroad. You're young enough to do all of that, and have a really comfortable, stable life. Sayang, sayang yung BS. Honestly, sayang yung BSN degree. Yes, sayang. But it's only sayang if it's only sayang if you are able to go abroad and you're not doing it. Honestly, if you have, if you guys have a nursing degree, get out of the country. I know that's brain drain and that's really bad. It's really bad for me to say for our country because, of course, our Filipinos need nurses too. We need hospital staff as well. We need it, of course. But that degree translates to so much financial stability outside of the Philippines that it would be insane to not try to do it. The stability that the degree offers abroad is so valuable. And you have to think about it. If you're BSN graduate and you want to stay in the Philippines, you don't have to be a nurse if you don't want to. But if you're BSN graduate and you're planning to go abroad, you have to. You got to take it. You got to. You got to do it. The money's just way, the money's just way too good. Lalo na ngayon DJ mo na babasa ko sa news eh yung mga hospital yun sa America parang nagkakaroon parang salary increase yung mga nurses. The salary is so good. It it's so good. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be rich, but you're not gonna worry. And 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 removing financial worry from your life, my goodness, it's so important. Yeah, you know. All right, Ace. Think about it. Give it a couple of months. Let's see. Get a feel for how the business is going. If it's really in the shit. Then uh, rack up some experience and try to get out of there, and try to get See abroad. Okay, that's my plan. But but ask around still, you know, ask your family and all of that. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Yes. Thanks, DMO. Right. Thanks, man. Bye. Yeah, keep safe. You too. Bye. 
I, I always worry about those kind of questions because, man, when you guys call here about your love life, I can always be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. But when you guys ask me about the career stuff, man, that's so important. And I don't want to fuck up my advice giving on stuff like that. I feel strongly about the nursing degree. I believe in it. I don't have a background, though, that tell you, tells you to believe me. But I know enough nurses around here who live s- stable lives. That's the key word. Financially stable. Not rich, but certainly not struggling. And if you can get away from not struggling, your life quality is so much better. And I know nurses who saved up enough money, started their own business, and kissed nursing goodbye and become very rich. Good for them. You could do that. But you can you can take that risk because you have the stability of a nursing job. And it's tough because we are living in a time wherein you're supposed to do what you want to do. And we, we want our kids to live the life that they are most happy with and be in a job that they're most happy with. And nursing sometimes isn't. Like, why would I want to see all of that? Like, blood, shit, death, sickness. Like, why would I want that for myself? Well, I don't know, man. I'll tell you right now. The money's good enough. It really, really is. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and the Podcast, Season 7, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Back and forth. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. So it's 2019. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones. And Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. 
Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And you are listening to Good Times and Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 35, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. You know, Top Gun, I was looking at this now during the commercial break. Top Gun is not the only movie that has been uh, pushed back. I was able to come across an article here. Might as well make the announcements now. A Quiet Place Part 2, which, again, is another huge movie that I'm so excited about, which was originally released, uh, scheduled for release on March 8th. That has now been pushed back to September 7th, unfortunately. Black Widow, which was supposed to come out today, the uh, Scarlett Johansson character, of course, with the Avengers, that is now being pushed down to November 6th. That's going to be the new release date. The Personal History of David Copperfield is another big movie that I think a lot of people were excited about. That's no longer coming out on May 8th. Uh, Spiral, the Chris Rock movie and the guy from Handmaid's Tale, that's supposed to be May 15th. A couple weeks from now, that's going to be pushed back. Fast and the Furious 9, which was also scheduled to come out this month, uh, that's being released instead next year. Wow. So... May 22 for Fast Furious 9. Now it's going to be April 2nd, 2021. Wonder Woman 1984, which was supposed to come out June 5, is now going to be out August 14. Um, Top Gun, like I said, is supposed to be June 24. Now coming out to December 23. Where else are we looking here? Uh, any other good ones? Um, Ghostbusters, didn't really care about that. That's moving to next year. Tenet, that's right. Tenet was a big one, right? Uh, that's the new Christopher Nolan film that uh, looks, kind of has that Inception feel, right? It, it, it's you know, sci-fi, uh, mind-fucking movie. Looked great on the trailers. That one is scheduled for July 17. Uh, not 100% sure when the new release date, if they're going to stick with that as well. Uh, so those are some kind of the big ones that were supposed to come out this summer. Summer meaning the end of this month starting into next month. But unfortunately, many of them being moved to another date, which kind of sucks. But we will go th- we'll get through that. A lot of things being moved anyway. Sports, and we'll find out if the NBA is in fact coming back. It looks kind of 50-50 that they might uh, not make it back this season. All right, let's wrap it up here tonight and take our final call. Next call. Let's talk to Princess, who's 36. Princess is in Bavaria, which, of course, is in Germany. Uh, many of you know Bavaria because of the donut, the Bavarian. But uh, let's talk to Princess now. Hi, Princess. Hi, Mo. How are you? I'm good. Is that right? The Bavarian uh, donut is like from you guys or Nineveh? Yes, yes. Is, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Wh- where's Bavaria? <laughs> is, that, is that a region or is that a city? Uh, it's a region. Ah, okay. Well, what's the big city in the region? Uh, uh, I think Munich. Yeah, Munich. Oh, Munich is in Bavaria. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, okay. well, cool. All right. Well, <laughs> now uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, now I know. Princess, you're 36. You are in the Bavarian donut area. What's going on now? What do you want to talk about? So I'm having a hard time to decide whether to file for sole custody or apply for the right to determine the place of residence slash whereabouts of my daughter. What the hell did that second part mean? So the first part, obviously, sole custody, we all know what that means. 
Yeah. What, what's that second part? What did you say? I, did, I missed it. It was so um, technical. Apply uh-huh. for the right to determine the place of the whereabouts of my daughter, but still have the shared custody. So what essentially that means, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is you want to move your child away from your, I'm assuming, soon-to-be ex-husband or boyfriend or a current ex or whatever the fuck he is. You want to move him or her, sorry, away from Bavaria. Let's use that. And no, not no, not exactly that. It's about um, just where to place or whatever I have to decide for my daughter on its own. Because every time I want to dis- have a decision, he has to give a go. He has to confirm it. Okay, it's great. Cause it sounded yeah. like what I thought I, you were saying is move away from him but you guys yes. still have technically the same thing. technically you'll have school cu- uh, shared custody it's just he yes. won't be around to actually exercise the shared custody cuz mm. he's far away something like that that's what i thought i heard um okay so you want to be the decision maker but not mm. really legally be sole custody he can see her with permission i'm assuming yeah he always says no about everything just to piss me off yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about him, and and let's let's see what kind of decision you want to come up with here. Um, at first, I wanted the sole custody, but then again, <laughs> but then again, of course, I want my my time alone for me. So I don't know. Um, then I was thinking about the the apply for the right for my right and still have the shared custody or there's there there are more things about also uh well, well actually well, those those were the main ones okay how is he as a father though <sighs> he's using her just to piss me off and then he's trying to ask her about my life about my boyfriend, it's not even his ah, business. Okay, so you, you've, already, you've already moved on then from this relationship. It's not like he's currently... Okay, so you're, you're already out. Hey, but my question is, what is he like as a father to her, though? Because as much as you want... And, and here's why I want... Here's the reason why I'm asking. is because while I know and I recognize that you want time for yourself... Uh, mm-hmm. That's just not the reality, right? You you, will, you mm. really will never have time just for yourself. And yeah. if, if she is going to be with a guy who you are no longer in a relationship with, let's just say he's abusive or he's violent in a certain aspect or he's just a bad human being, I would go for the sole custody because why would I want my daughter to be around that guy? So why don't you tell me what he's like first as a human as a father specifically, and then let's kind of chat whether sole custody might be a good idea, even though you would like some me time. Uh, as a person, all, all over, even as a father, he's just being a fake. So do you? He's always trying to look good, you know. Okay, but have you? Yeah, oh, he, oh, how, okay, let's do this because it sounds like you are just ranting about him and he's an asshole to you but is he an asshole to everybody else um uh-huh. that's kind of my point because what i don't want to happen is okay you're gonna go oh well i'll just 
continue uh, as it is right now. Well, shared custody. Mm. He'll get to see her. But then if he's a bad example to her, then your daughter is kind of screwed, right? So mm. is he a bad guy? Is he a bad father? Is he a bad human being? Well, he's a fake, so you cannot what really does that mean, see though? that. Uh, uh, aren't we all fake? I mean, don't we all want to... He's f- pretending f- because he's he's pretending to be a good guy all the time. There are a lot of people like him, yes. But then again, if he... If he if he's uh Pagmeka he's of course he's showing his real face. So I can't really yes, at first I thought he was a good guy. Okay. His okay, first impression okay, for everyone is he's a good guy. Uh, or isn't that for most people, right? So let me ask you, yes. how old is your daughter? She's five. Okay. So you can't really yes. interview her yet about what he's like as a father, no? Because she's only five. I mean, it's not like she's going to be able to break him down and go, yeah, no, he's she already. She already know him. She's telling people, like my landlord, she told her that, you know, the reason why my mother and my father broke up is because my father is always, um, is always trying to argue with her and fighting with her, and that's why he, now he's alone. So she already knows what's going on. But what? Okay, so let me re-ask this. Though, as a father, though, I, I know you keep saying he's fake, but he's fake to the public. Is he good mm. to her? Because listen, in the end, Princess, all I give a shit about is your daughter. I don't give a fuck about him. I don't give a fuck about how much time you have personally. All I care about is your daughter in the best possible place. And if he's not, or sorry, if she's not, and your ex is a shitty father, then by all means, let's go back to the very first statement. Should you file for sole custody? My answer is absolutely. So is he bad for her? Well, my daughter, she doesn't like her father. She doesn't love him. She even told me when she was mad, she said, I want to kill my father and this and that. I said, no, he's still your father. He's still your father. She says, no, I don't like him. But yet again, she tells everything. And then I ask her, was it okay there? And she's like, "Mm, the food was bad. I didn't like his food. And he's not even doing much for me. So, So I told her, so what did you do? Walking around outside or mostly I watch TV. So what do you think is a good father? I can't ask my daughter, is he a good father? Of course, if I ask her, she she tells me, no, he's not really. Uh, well, then you listen to I that. I don't know. Right? So, so uh-huh. yeah, you listen to your daughter. If your daughter says he's not a good father and that he has, say, neglected her or is just kind of leaving her there to be, would you want that hmm. for your daughter half of the time? Would you of want? Of course not. Okay, so then what's our answer here, princess? <laughs> but then again, I want—I still want her to to keep in touch with her father. But then I'm still having a little hope. Keeping in touch and spending change. half of her time with him are two different things. Because hey, here's my point, love. Hmm. Your your daughter's future, her mindset, her hmm. ability to deal with conflict. Her faith in men, humanity, fathers, all of these things are influenced with how she's going to be treated between now and, you know, well, not even between, the way she's treated now and as as she continues to evolve. 
And if she's going to mm-hmm. be stuck in a really shitty environment with a shitty role model, well, then she's going to have a shitty upbringing and she's going to turn into be a pretty shitty adult. And shitty adult doesn't mm-hmm. mean she's going to be a bad person. She could be victimized by certain guys. She could find herself mm-hmm. in situations where she's dating her father, every single new guy just is exactly like him. And then you're going to mm-hmm. find, you know, you're going to find this person that you're supposed to be loving in a situation that is either equal to yours or worse. And why would you want that for mm-hmm. her? Diva? Mm-hmm. No, matter, no matter how much free time you want, or no matter how much you want her to keep in touch with him, it's not worth it if she's just going to grow up in an environment that's not going to be best for her as an adult. The problem is um, I have less chances to uh, get sole custody because of, um, they said, unless it's um, abusive or addictive or um, alcoholic parent, they won't um, give you the sole custody just just because I want to file for it. So I have less chances. Right. Well, I thought mm-hmm. I was I was assuming that you're going to apply for sole custody because you have a strong argument for it. Like your relationship was toxic and um, you can use it against him for sole custody. But if you don't even have a strong argument for sole custody, then then Princess, why are we even talking about it when you're going to no, be denied? That's why I wanted to ask you also, is it necessary to get fi- a psychological evaluation? Well, you do whatever you you do whatever years. yeah. Well, you do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get. If you feel like that's not the best environment for her, then you get together with your lawyer and you come up with a battle plan and you do whatever it takes to get her out. But there. then again, my lawyer she told me I I will get my automatically uh, my sole custody because judge will get fed up of. Of applying, like for example, if if I want to go vacation on vacation with my daughter, or you know, just when he keeps on saying no to everything, of course the judge will will be fed up, and then him gonna he he gonna give me automatically sole custody. Well, if your lawyer and you trust your lawyer is very confident that you're gonna get sole custody, then you go for it. Yeah, but the problem is I can't lie and tell them, yeah, I'm going to go for vacation even though I'm not. And then it's it's going to come out that I'm lying. And then what? Uh, you can always use whatever is going on in the world. You can say, hey, we're going to go on vacation, but say it's not safe right now to travel. Um, use... You can That's cancel... That's the current situation, you can, yeah, yes. But you can cancel plans all the time. It, it, going on vacation is not a priority. You can cancel that. And I don't think the but judge but I, is going to go, oh, well, I, you're lying I, to me. I'm also um, thinking about the apply for the right to determine the place of the, um, the residence. No, not, not the residence, the, the whereabouts of my child. So whatever I can, whatever my decisions or plans are for my daughter... I can do whatever I want to without asking him. Like, for example, if I, he wants, uh, she wants to change her school or I want to move out, you know. I, I, I'm all for it if your lawyer feels confident you're going to get it, okay? And, and that's why this, mm-hmm. this call is a hard call because I don't know what you're like as a mother. I don't know what he's like as a father. I don't know what your daughter feels 
stuck in between the both of you. But if mm. you guys are going to be going back and forth and using the child to hurt each other, then the only mm. person that actually does get hurt is your child, diba? Right? And if yeah. it's best for your kid to be with you in terms of definition and legality as well as time spent, then it's better for mm. your child. Then then go for that. Because really, uh, I mean, Princess, this phone call is, hey, Mo, should I do this? Well, my answer mm. is, yes, do it. If you think that he is a bad influence on her. No matter how you get there, I don't give a fuck. Just get there. Whether it's okay. applying for sole custody or applying for that other technical thing that you talked about, I don't give a shit. Mm. Just go and get it. All I care about is, is your daughter in the very best possible place? And Well, I could try my best to, get, uh, to apply for the sole custody. And if I'm lucky enough to have the same judge, I think uh, I'm positive that I will get it right away because the first trial... Um, he was shouting at my ex and he said, you know what, you're such a negative person and you haven't, you didn't say anything positive about this woman even though you loved each other at one time. So he said, if, um, if I'm going to meet you or there's another um, custody trial about this, I'm going to think about it. So I'm, I'm sure about it, but just I don't know if he's going to be the same judge. Okay, so. uh, again, <laughs> I, I would go with whatever the lawyer says. If the lawyer says, hey, there's a 90% chance we're going to get the same judge, and if we get the same judge, mm-hmm. there's another 90% chance it's going to go our way, well then, okay, let's try. In the end, yeah, they're, 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 they're not, not going to pull every your time, child yeah. from you. Okay, Unless you do that's what she stupid. told me about um, applying about the, the vacation thing. She said, just keep on applying. The judge will eventually get fed up. Then I would, if you trust your lawyer and if, if you're confident that they're intelligent, experienced, and obviously they know what they're talking about, then I would hmm. go and, I mean, that's what you pay them for. You pay them for their counsel. And hmm. if, well, I'm not, I'm not technically paying for it. It's the government. So well, I, I'm not really sure yeah, you're, you're, if they're you're, trying their oh, best. I forgot your Because Germany. the first lawyer, yeah, the, the first lawyer I had, he was, he was just up for the money. He wasn't even trying his best. Well, so, but yeah, my lawyer right now, my current lawyer, I think she's kind of trying her best. Okay, good. She felt bad for me. Here's how I would look at it also. <laughs> What's the worst case scenario? What's the worst case scenario for you? Is it will still be whatever it is right now? That's the worst. Worst possible thing is whatever you have right now continues to be the case. So you might mm. as well try the to. Worst? Yeah. yeah what's the worst? Yeah. The worst is not. They're, right. they're not yes. going to pull your child from you. So what's mm. the, what's the worst true, case? Yes. The worst case is whatever you have today is what you're going to have tomorrow. Well, fine. Okay. I might as well try. It's free. The government pays for it because you live in Germany. God mm. damn it. And, well, you might as well give it a shot. If you honestly that's, feel that okay. that's the best for your daughter. Yes. You know? That's what I would do. Okay. Okay. That's nice to know to, yeah. from someone who's professional like you. So. I'm, not a, I'm not a professional. I'm a <laughs> professional listener. Maybe. Well, for but, me, you are. Well, thank you. But I'm not. And I, I'm only going to 
reiterate this. You have to do what's best for your daughter. The less okay, about, it makes le- sense. Yeah. Whatever you advise, well, thank you know, you. Okay, because yeah. all my friends, every time, you know, I'm the only one who always give, gives advices. So this is the first time that I'm asking for an advice. And yeah. since you're for me, you are personally a professional giving advices or makes sense at least. So that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that you have that kind of faith in me. That's nice. Welcome. Um, but, but really, again, in the end, all I care about is your daughter, man. All I care about is your of daughter. Of course, so, even me. Everybody yeah. does. Good, good, good. Then then go out <laughs> and do what's best for her. All right? Okay. All right, Thank princess. you. Thank you, my dear. Enjoy the Bavarians. <laughs> Being alone, yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. Oh, well, you have a boyfriend now, right? You said is he is he German also? Your new boyfriend? Yes, he's, he's Eastern. Okay, and Eastern he, German he's, from he, Berlin somewhere. Very nice. <laughs> and is he is he good to your daughter when you guys hang out? You guys all hang out together? Yes. Okay. Um, actually, she sees him more than a real father than her biological biological yeah. father. Then the, uh, just another reason, another reason to go for sole custody. Okay. Hmm. Good stuff. Huh? Okay. Thanks, Princess. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye, dear. You too. Bye. Bye. To go on a quick. Whoa, what's that? Um. Yeah. So. When we come back, we have more of the show. You are listening to Good Times and More, the podcast, season seven, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. See you in a bit. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.